because I want to highlight people of all walks of life. This is not about highlighting, you know, somebody who's so experienced and like have a profession in this mm -hmm. expert. No, this is straight like passion and just a hobby. Like people that enjoy and take music in like a normal person, like every day, you know? So that's important for me is to just highlight those everyday women that come from all walks of life. Well, uh, I'm really excited to have you on the show today. Um, it's really an honor. Um, I really have enjoyed watching the platform you built. Um, I've also enjoyed just watching your IG, just in general. Uh, so uh, I would like to announce uh, to the record spinners out there listening, we have the wonderful Alexandria Sade joining us here. She is the founder of, the creator of Black Girls Love Vinyl. Probably one of the coolest, coolest platforms i've seen especially for for us black folk uh across the web and for black women in particular highlighting the fact that you know black women are into this sport too black women are into this hobby too which i think is so important i recently did a show with tara tara of tara's turntable and we talked about black women in this in this hobby uh thinking about it you know in an abstract way we usually think about this hobby as like a very white male like loner male collecting vinyl and, and has all this rec all these records in his basement but that's not the case anymore so talk to me a little bit alexandria about the the foundation of black girls love vinyl how did you come up with this concept yeah um, well first of all thank you for having me um here today and we're both in the same city so that makes it even cooler yeah yeah <laughs> But, um, you know, with Black Girls Love Vinyl, it kind of started off for me, like I um, wanted just a creative outlet at the time in my life where I just felt like I wasn't doing anything that felt like a purpose. So um, I started like modeling my record collection because of course I was trying to get into like the modeling industry and stuff in LA. And so um, as I was collecting records, going to record shops, I'm like, I'm not seeing people like women that look like me and, you know, mm, such a big deal. Um, we're not in the same space. And then also to finding like other vinyl communities online and social media. Um, you know, I just didn't see like a lot of us being highlighted. And I don't think like it's anybody's fault or anything, but I just felt like, you know, there has to be a community or a space of women that, you know, do the same thing. I'm not the only one that, you know, collect records. And that's <laughs> I've been around for so long. Yeah. And um, for me, it was just like, okay, well, I want to kind of create that because I don't want to put that responsibility. Like I didn't feel like it was anyone's responsibility, but it just felt like it was right for me to do it. Um, I kind of played around with different names. I was trying to, honestly, I wanted to name it something else, not in relation to like black girls, like very direct. Yeah. But then it came to me like, you know what? Like that's how you're gonna find like the women and mm -hmm. it should be straightforward for what it is. And so I played around with a couple of names with uh, my friends, like two of my friends and they were like, you should go with Black Girls Revina. So I created the page immediately um, just on social media 
And then, um, yeah, that was just kind of the start of that. I, my first post was in 2018. Yeah, 2018. So, um, yeah, it was the first time where I really was like, I have an idea and like, let me go and run with it because it just felt so me. It felt like I was really being authentic to something that I love. And like, I always wanted to help in some type of way, like with women or um, just in general, like, I mean, I studied science and stuff. So it was just like something just related that's creative. And yeah. I just felt like this was the space for it. And so I'm so thankful that it's like moving as it is. And honestly, it's a big like, deal. It's a very big deal uh, in the vinyl space right now. I, I follow all of, I, I've been following you all for at least a year. Um, and I think I've really got into like finding other co other communities within uh, the black community, like our sub communities, right? I, I got into that uh, probably around 2019, trying to find different people who were into this hobby as well. So I can totally relate to that part of your story. Um, because when you get into it at first, it's like, you know, it's, it's, you don't see you reflected necessarily right off jump. And, and again, like you said, it's no one's fault. It's no one's fault at all. I mean, everyone should enjoy this music. Black music is what I'm saying, right? Everyone has a has a place in this, right? But it's a, uh, it's very when you first enter, it's like ah, like where's all my people, <laughs> you know? So you know, it's it's very uh, it's a back take taken aback a little bit. So yeah, um, that's really dope. I've been following again, like I said, I've been following for a while now. I've really enjoyed the the, the format, like how you set up highlighting each individual for like a live feed uh, inst uh, ig live post where you know they're talking about their collection no matter how small or how big they talk about how they got started i think that's just so cool because it's like it's personalizing this and it's also per personalizing and creating a community around it talk to me a little bit about uh your like some of the things that you've i guess like that aha moment i guess that you had like when you knew this was like actually like going to be a foundation for black women in our community yeah for sure um for me it was really like once they started coming to me like on social mm. media I run across like black women with records just picture with them and I'm just like oh my god like I'm not even really searching for this this is like really just gravitating to me so that's when I felt like really aligned and I'm like oh like I'm supposed to be doing this because you know I feel like a lot of times when I've done things, you like put a lot of effort into it. And, mm -hmm. you know, you just feel like you're trying so hard to just kind of get things going, the gears going. But this one was just like, all right, I've spiritually filled this. And this just feels like, this is, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing. So it just made me feel so warm inside too. And like, I had um, women like reach out that will send me other women that are record nice. collectors. So it started like really flowing in. Now, honestly, I'm not the best with social media and I will say that. Lies. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, try to be so consistent, but um, I just really want to like highlight each, like if I can get up to like a million different like black women to highlight like on the page, I'm, I think that's just really my goal right now is like, just highlighting like every single person that I come across. And you know, it's kind of hard too sometimes, but um, because some women don't show their face um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as well. So that's been interesting, but women are gravitating towards this platform and like I'm able to create this space because of them. And so I've just, that's really was the aha moment for me it was just like, okay, this is happening. And like, I have to keep, you know, 
posting, 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 even though I'm, I don't feel like I'm the best, but. No, I feel like you're great at it. And I, I also think the platform of Black Girls Love Vinyl, again, it, it does such a great job of just like, it just feels so organic when yeah. you're watching one of the live feeds and they're talking about their, you know, they're talking about their collection, how their uncle gave them a whole bunch of records or their dad gave them a whole bunch of records or they grew up with it in the house or whatever their story is. And, you know, even some of the newer collectors, what I've come to find is like, especially in the vinyl space, I've seen a lot of black females pop up after noting this and, and I follow all of them. Like, like right when I see that live, one of the first things I do, uh, you know, as I go go to their page and I follow them because like I'm learning so much about, you know, this this different whatever their music tastes are like I'm learning so much about their their particular genres that they're into um, things that they're into. Maybe that I, I'm not or maybe that I miss or maybe, you know, I, I know that, for example, you're you're a hip hop head. Right. Like in, and one of the posts that uh, I made me follow you was you posted your uh, photograph of Matt Villainy. Uh, is that your favorite MF Doom project? um yes it is sorry to, uh, sorry to go off from black girls love vinyl the, I I have shirt on the it looks like governor i can't tell oh yeah yeah this is governor yeah 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 i wear this shirt like every day <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah that's that's one of my favorite ones um and um what is it mm Food? Yeah, mm, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. They came out the same year. Yeah, came out the same yeah. year, uh, two thousand four. Uh, two dope projects. And Doomsday and Doomsday. Of course, well. of course. Yeah, yeah. The introduction to to MF Doom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm a fan. I just had to put it all together. It's crazy because I feel like I could have bought those projects like very early on. Like I definitely had the opportunity to do that, but. You know, Stone's Throw did like a re-release, and mm -hmm, then I was mm -hmm. like, all right, I'm just gonna buy them all up. I'm I'm actually glad they did that re-release too, because uh, <laughs> what what I saw happening to Doom after his passing, um, we see it all the time with artists when they pass, right? Like their their vinyl sort of becomes so like out of reach. Uh, so when they did that re-release, re, re, uh, re um, what we saw was that prices pretty much stayed the same, and and that's good because people need need to learn about the villain you know what i mean so <laughs> huge advocate of that you know so i feel like he's the best rapper uh ever so you know that's my personal take but i, I get it whatever um anyway going back i want to go into your personal collection just a little bit before we go back to black girls love vinyl uh because there's so much to unpack with that um but let's talk a little bit about you alexandria let's just talk about like where where your start in vinyl happened like how long have you been into this uh where you know what's your what so it gets to make this more streamlined because i'm long-winded as fuck so so you know make this more like streamlined uh question what was the first record you fell in love with ah uh, well <laughs> um you know i've had a couple but it really was lonnie linson smith um mm. love is the user Let us take our trip into the beauty of our souls and be what love is, for it is all ours. Life can be so beautiful if we only knew. See, you shall find the mystery. 
Uh, my friend, and this is why I can go into the story of like how I started in collecting because um, that's kind of where it started for me. Mm -hmm. But my friend actually, um, when I was in college, we went to a record store in Newport News. I went to Hampton University. So we went. Yeah, to I went to Wesleyan. Oh, okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> yeah, we used to so, go over there. We used to go over there to party. <laughs> I've never been to that school, but yeah. Yeah, um, it, no one goes to Wesleyan if you didn't go. Like, we didn't want to be at Wesleyan, honestly. That's why we went to other schools, ODU and Hampton, to, you know, go party. So, in <laughs> Norfolk State, exactly. too. Shout outs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, um, we went to this record store and at the time, I can't remember, I kind of mixed up the timing a little bit, but I can't remember if my friend that was a producer or he is a producer still, mm -hmm. but he gifted me a record player and I believe nice. that was the time that like after that, we went to the record store with my other friend that, um, you know, my classmate mm -hmm. at, yeah. at the time. And we went to the record store and, um, my I didn't really like going there trying to look for music that I already know mm -hmm. it was honestly not that type of experience for me I was just kind of like especially because the way that he introduced me to records I guess I should back up a little bit but the way that my friend introduced me to records was like oh like he had um Lou Pack mm -hmm. um Delani Winston Smith he had like some psychedelic like rock stuff and i'm just like nice. yeah like he had some dope jazz like freddie hubbard um bobby womack like he had all this stuff and mm -hmm. i'm just like yo like you have a like cool little curated like collection here in your apartment for us to be in college and stuff and i just thought that was so dope and we would just vibe out and he played that and then you know we go to the record store so that my mindset was already like i just want to find like dope tunes like that because i was also into like music production and like just sampling like just admiring that art in nice. general so that's kind of how i went into my first record um collecting experience um so that was like what my sophomore year of college was probably like 2011 2012 okay i was graduating at that time <laughs> i'm kidding oh, wow, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah but i think even before that though um like back home in st louis i would go to um our record store vintage vinyl but i would never like buy anything it was always just like a stop in the store kind of see what's going on but never like oh let me pick up a record because I didn't have a record um, player and my parents at the time didn't have one in our home. Mm. Like my grandparents had them, but we didn't have it in our home. Like we had like stereos, you know, like CDs and stuff, but yeah. it wasn't like that actual like record player with the vinyls. Like my dad actually stored his records in a closet. So I had to like mm. find that later on as you know, I've been collecting, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've pretty much started that way. It's just been like, a community of like my friends that helped and then they were doing music and even now my friend um that introduced me like with his records like he's a dope producer now like he just finds so many cool gems and that's like my experience like now as a record collector too is still that for me that's really dope actually um and, and i say that because that's very it's similar in in one regard because i feel like we 
in hearing you say that, uh, I heard that you know you grew up and your your people had you know had rhino around, but you really didn't take an interest in it like that. Same thing sort of with me. I found it in college, and it was sort of just my curiosity, and and that Mad Villain record sort of like spearheaded my collecting, just looking for that record and sort of like wanting that on vinyl, right? Uh, so I can definitely relate to that uh, totally. Um, I sort of got into jazz in college as well, uh, music-wise. Uh, but, you know, really it was like just Miles Davis that I was listening to all the time. And so that's a dope, that's a really, really dope uh, story because it shows the power of like that friendship and friends and DJing and how they sort of help us get into it. Sample chasing is a big thing now. Um, it's like it can be sort of a sub-community within the vinyl community, right? Like... So many people are chasing samples from Alchemist and and from Mad Lib and from Pete Rock, right? Like everyone's chasing their samples and like, hey, like he used this on this and he used that on that. So uh, it's a really that's a really dope way to get involved. And I and I oftentimes like to highlight that with the hip hop producers because you know they they get so much backlash when they do. Well, they used to. Now it's like I said, a sport. But they used to get so much backlash about like, oh, that's not real music. You know, they're just taking other people's records and and sampling them. But it is a real art to it. There's a real art and there's a real science to it. And, and it's and with Madlib for me, that's an educational piece, right? Like he's sending you on a hunt to go like find something, in my opinion, right? Like that's how I look at it. When I hear a Madlib beat and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that? I gotta go back and I gotta try to find what what that was, you know. And sometimes I do, and sometimes I need help uh, from the internet, and you know, and I go get that, and then I'm like, oh, that's great. Like, you know, sometimes it, I stumble upon it too, so it's cool. Um, that's really dope. Uh, so when you, when you get into it, when you realize that you're, you know, you, this is something that you want to make a part of your life. Um, is there any, I guess, is there any, uh, is there any adjustment that is made? Is there any, like, is there any, uh, again, here, aha moment where it's like, yeah, this is something I'm going to take serious or is it, was it always something that was sort of in the background, uh, with, you know, you going with your friends to record stores and stuff? Yeah, you know, I think it was kind of like in the background, but like, I feel like I kind of wanted to do it. And I just, once I started seeing like my friend produce music and like sample and stuff himself, mm -hmm. that that's when I was like, all right, I want to like do that too, low key. Nice. But like, I want to have records. Like I want to have a collection of them and spend time listening to this in my own space mm -hmm. and like, especially me, cause I'm not, I'm a homebody. So it just felt right. like. Once he gifted me the record player and then I had the few records and then it was just like, okay, I constantly have to keep going back to the record store. It just felt like that for me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, so amazing to like find this and then you're learning along the way, you're reading on the back of the record. It just felt like this was, this was it for me. Like I knew this is, it felt right. Cause I've, I was always looking for something to connect with music and records is just that for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, mm -hmm. I think at the time, like I had like an iPod you know, during those years, but this was like, okay, having physical, actual, like tangible media of music in your hand was just, that was just, it fit me so perfect. And then too, I wanted to produce, like I said, but you know, okay. even if I Alexandria, didn't, Alexandria, the producer. Okay. I see you. I see you. I really didn't have time to like do that in my schoolwork. Like, honestly, I was not good at balancing, like trying to be like this creative person and study science. Like that just wasn't for me and in, in my, you know, at the time, but 
Um, the records though, just having that and, you know, being able to space out and listen to music and just learn in that aspect and just really connect with the different instruments and sounds. Cause I've, um, personally like to collect more jazz records. Nice. Nice. So, I was going to ask, I was going to yeah. ask what your personal collections made of. Yeah. Hip hop is like one of those things. Of course I would love to collect, but they're so expensive now, you know, yeah. like trying to find like yeah. cool hip hop albums, you're going to be paying like 50 plus, you yeah, know, unless yeah, yeah. like the issue or something yep, that, yep. you know, it's getting put out. But if you want like the original copy, you're, you're definitely paying up there. And I think for me, I just don't have the funds to be, <laughs> you know, having a budget of $500 to buy for a day. I yeah. Yeah. That's, that. <laughs> it gets expensive. And, and that's another piece of our community um that needs a lot of attention i talk about that a lot on the podcast sort of like the reasons why vinyl's sort of fluctuating in this way it's just so many people are coming into our community which is welcomed um and you know so many artists are looking to go back to that format to put their music out on which i think is super fucking dope um but yeah the aesthetic i heard you talk about that the aesthetic is so pleasing to me um you know one of the one of my favorite things to do when I wake up and make my coffee, it's just like, look at my collection. Just like, look at all the records in, in my in my place. And just like, yeah, it's just, it's just such a pleasing thing. And the liner notes and the, the album artwork, it's nothing like holding it in your hand. Like, and like, just like feel, it feels like, it feels like you have one of these pieces in, in your hand, right? It's like, you got art like right here in your hand and it's just perfect. Um, but yeah, you did say something that was, I want to hit back on a little bit. Um, you said you're a homebody. And I have a question about uh, you essentially just following you on IG, like the many different places you you end up in the States and like, what is some of your favorite record stores in the entire country? Um, so, yeah. Oh my God. Well, I, I know, you know, I know, you know, I saw, I saw your last, po I saw a few posts ago, actually, this wasn't your last post, but I saw you were in New York, I'm not creeping on you, I promise. <laughs> uh, I saw... You went yeah. to uh, um, Victoria's De Costa's uh, record store out in um, oh. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Saw you I out that way. Um, yeah, that's yeah. I went to Legacy Records um, and Dumbo, which was dope. Yeah, yeah. Amazing the way that it's curated the space of that. That's a dope record store. Yeah. Um, dang, I don't know. Like, what is my all time? favorite you know i will say um it's so many good ones honestly um but i would just have to say one in general california is like a great place for digging because mm. beyond the stores you have swap meets you have markets you have just like little pop-ups of things um you can also like uh, i know rap cats they be doing like pop-ups yeah. and stuff yeah, too. Yeah, lots of stuff. dj shadow and like you know got some records from his collection so there's always something related to music in um california but i would say that my favorite would really have to be record parlor um in los hmm. angeles which is up the street from amoeba Okay. And I actually really do miss that store because they really do have like, even if like, if you're a first time, like if you're starting out in record collecting, I feel like that's the place you should go to because they literally have, you will stumble upon like just something new, also something you already know. And like, mm -hmm. they just got everything, honestly. There's that's so awesome. many that they have in there. It's, it's a good 
record store and a lot of like original copies. So, you know, I really do admire when record stores can keep like a bunch of like original copies. I know like we're in a new age where, you know, you know, new artists are putting out um, music too, but it's nice to just kind of like find, you know, things that your parents listened to back in the day and rediscover like new music um, just from in the seventies and beyond. So yeah, yeah. For say sure. record player. Okay. Um, now I would, I can't, I'm trying to think. Vintage vinyl back home, I would definitely say them too because I was able to find a lot of like my Lonnie Lindsay Smith records okay. there. I would, I would say that one because they do have a great uh, jazz section. I yeah, I was like gonna some- say you. Uh, I didn't know you were from St. Louis, and that's dope because St. Louis has a lot, a lot of jazz history. Um, a lot of, a lot of the heavyweights are were either you know they either started there or born there and moved, and so that's really dope. Um, you want to talk about, you know, sort of like, I mean, I guess you are talking about it uh, essentially and not interrupted. So sorry. <laughs> but but yeah, like uh, so what is the record store called in St. Louis that you like? Vin- vintage? Vintage Vinyl. It's on. Um, well, people don't really know much about St. Louis, so it would be kind of like. I'm not going to lie. It's not on my top list of cities to visit, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> People are just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna remember history. So, it's called vintage vinyl. Um, okay. If you look it up, they there are a very dope record store, and there's actually a bunch of other record stores too. Oh my god, um, is it? I forgot what is it called, Record Exchange or something? No, that's I know that one's in like Silverstone. Oh yeah, Record Exchange. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my faves. One yeah. thing I'm gonna want to find it so quickly. Go for my- it. No, go for it. <laughs> um, this place is so dope. It's called yeah, it's called Record Exchange St. Louis. Um, oh, nice, actually. nice. So you think they're affiliated with uh, our Record Exchange? That'll be uh, interesting. That would be interesting. But isn't the Record Exchange in Maryland like Black Island or something? I, I think so. I, I did read. Uh, you know, I do this every year now since I since I started the podcast, and we're creeping up on our on our year and our two year anniversary. I can't. I can't keep up with this. The everything from 2020 has seemed like one big ass year, right? Uh, but um, but yeah, I was reading something, and I, it did have it was something about uh, black owned record stores you should check out. I'm always try to keep my ear to the ground in that way, um, and it did have uh, a, an additional a few additional ones on there. Uh, the one you mentioned at the top where we first hopped on uh, the Mark and Marketo near Marketo or in Marketo. Um, and then it mentioned, yeah, the record exchange, which I didn't know because they moved to. Oh no, no, the the record exchange is the one by Fillmore, right? I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one I did not know. I did know that uh, there's a producer rapper Kev Brown, I believe, that frequents that place. Um, he's a yeah, he's a DC legend um artist uh, who uh, is he he's sort of lumped in with Odyssey. I don't know if you know Odyssey. Heard about it, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, MC who's out in New York now. He's from DC yeah. though. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think he has some some tie in with that record store. So that may be what they're talking about too. So that's dope though. That's really dope. Uh, I do want to go back really quick. I'm all over the place. Uh, I want to talk about why you feel the work is so important uh, to highlight Black girls who are into vinyl. I feel like this is again we talked about it at the beginning. It's such. I think it's such important work. Um, because when we think about the hobby of vinyl collecting, we oftentimes exclude ourselves being black. You know, we don't see a lot of ourselves in this, in this community that was before, of course, 
uh, social media. So why is it so important to highlight these voices and people? Well, one, I think just first and foremost is like black music is just, we created this, we, yeah. we are music. Like, yeah. why are we, you know, I was kind of confused. I'm not gonna lie. At first I'm like, okay, why am I not seeing enough of us? Because we Same. are like, we are the people of music. We yeah. are music, like black people are music. That's that. Mm -hmm. And so now we know that, but where are the black females? Like we, it seems like everything is so male dominated. I know we're tired of like hearing that, but go for it. To like find a way. And so for me, it's so important because I want to highlight people of all walks of life. This is not about highlighting, you know, somebody who's so experienced and like have a profession in mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. expert. No, this is straight like passion and just a hobby like people that enjoy and take music in like a normal person like every day you know so that's important for me is to just highlight those everyday women that comes from all walks of life you know like of course it's been introduced to us you know um our family it's history it's part mm -hmm. of like black history for real so this is just important to highlight women that you know who don't work in like the industry um, that they know a lot about music. Yeah. It's just do this thing on a regular, but they don't, you know, I guess we don't kind of think of it as like, ah, like let's talk to them about it. So it's like, this is the space for that. And um, yeah, Black Rose Lovino is definitely that. Like, of course I'm going to highlight, you know, some greats of course too, but it's really important to me to give all black women a voice that is have some type of interest in music. I don't care if you have one record. I'm gonna if you have a yeah. picture of you and one record, I'm putting you yeah. on the page. Like, and I want you to talk about that one record that that you like. Yes, yeah, exactly. yeah, because to me, and I know that you know music anyway. Like you listen to music. If you start off with that one, I know that you're already just you know into music and have a music taste in general. So for me, that's enough. You know, it's not about this whole like I've been working in the industry for this long and you know I'm an expert in this because I feel like that's kind of how the vinyl community. Some people you are. You said it. You said it. Yes. People and it's like no, like yeah. there's there's a lot of elitism when it comes to that and from numbers of places. Uh, you talked about the industry and people who work in the industry. You see that a lot. Those people and, and it's it's a weird double-edged sword, right? Because these people sort of these are the the initial curators. These are the people who are behind the scenes working yeah. to make to deliver us the music that you know that we all love. Um, and in a lot of ways, we find a lot of cool stuff due to these people, right? But in the same breath, it's like they aren't the only people who should have a voice in our community. Yeah. People who consume this music, people who uh, you know who really enjoy this music, who, who feel this music, like you said. Um, they also deserve a voice in this. So like that is really that's really what this platform is about. And I, I had to have you on because that's what Black Girls Love Vinyl is all about. Um, so like we're we're doing essentially the same work, you know what I mean? Like, and that's super dope to me. Um, and then, of course, you have you have the other elitism, which is like the vinyl, uh, the, the, the vinyl numbered, the vinyl numbers game. Right. Like I got. And, and I, I work around a lot of people, thanks in part to the podcast, who who have a fuck ton of records. I'm talking about yeah. they got record, they got a house of records. My, my apartment, my little 600 square foot apartment, they got that in records, right? You know, um, so 
there is a little bit of that too where it's like you know like if you don't have x number or if you don't have you know if you're not cataloging them right or if you if you don't have the right turntable if so is the system set up too right like so there's so many different areas of like elitism that's in our community i'm glad to be a part of a part of dismantling that a little bit right like uh from the male perspective so i know that there's still some some problematic there's some elitism in, in my area right from from the male perspective um but also just like you know i don't have a lot of records i have about six 600 records i think which which is a lot to some people but it's a little to others right and you know yeah so you know what i mean like it, it's it's weird um so is there any like for your collection personally is there any is there was there any shame when you first got into this when you first approached it did you feel like did you see people around you who who sort of even if it's your producer friends i think that was really dope that you had actual hardcore friend like hard not hardcore but um actual physical friends who were into this hobby right so like uh some of the 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 i guess the feeling as if you're not worthy that wasn't that didn't happen with you i guess right like because you weren't watching social media initially when you first started collecting right yeah no that was not i'm glad that that did not happen to me at all but I can't say it was a little you know going into record stores I kind of felt that feeling of like okay mm. like am I going to be judged for what I'm buying <laughs> yeah yeah um, but um far as like actually like with my collection and like the records that I have um I never um it just felt like me I feel like if I'm just being you know authentic to myself that's enough and having because I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My friends have some dope records. That I'm like, dang, mm -hmm. like I wish I, <laughs> I wish I would have found that one. Like, how did you find that one? <laughs> at the same time? Like, how did you know to find that one? But you know, um, I just know that I have my own journey. They have their journey. Like, they were meant to have that's that record. You know, at that's that's time. That's <laughs> that's for them. And you know, I'll find what I'll find and have that be part of my collection in my life. So. Um, I never really had that like moment of like um, feeling like I guess what you're saying is not worth not worthy, but um, but just like my, my I feel small or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was gonna say intimidated. Yeah, like that small yeah, feeling. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, initially I remember when I first started collecting, uh, one of the first things I noted was I it was a very private hobby, right? I I, I think I posted I think I posted a record up. I can't remember when I posted my first record up, but it was like, it was very late after I had it. And that was one of the things that I noted was that like, this was something that I wanted to do. I didn't necessarily feel upfront like sharing, although I did see a lot of people sharing and you know, that didn't, it didn't really hit me like that at first. It hit me to start sharing once I started to really like have something to say about this music have something to feel about this music that i wanted to show other people like that hey like this music is about a feeling this music is about like enjoying something like or or feeling something or or unlocking something right like and so that's when i first started sharing was when i first had something to say about the music you know i had a whole bunch of records before but you know it was i really wanted to make sure i was understanding the music um in yeah. saying that though i do want to I do want to go back a little bit um, because when you first the concept of Black Girls Love Vinyl, what were some of the what were some of the hurdles or some of those 
those some of those shortcomings at first that you hit that was like oh like i didn't i didn't think about that or i didn't see that or you know or you know like uh, having other people because again this hobby is so so introverted by nature i feel like for a lot of us you know because it's something that we typically do by ourselves is listen to records um so having you know one you talked about a little bit having or locating black girls who had collections and wanted to share but what about those who you reached out to initially were there any who were like reluctant were like hey i'm i mean yeah i collect but i'm not i'm not sharing i don't i don't feel comfortable with sharing or whatever like yeah um i did kind of not really but like you know i think for me at the beginning it's like you're like trying to be excited about this idea you have and you kind of see the bigger picture but some people you know they may not see it full yeah. on as you see it especially when it's just starting out and there's not much to really show and you know explain but um i would reach out and then some people wouldn't really like kind of respond or take them a while or they were just kind of like I think my ideas were kind of too big too at the beginning that I think I should have just kind of dumbed down like I was trying to make it a whole blog thing too like outside of social media mm -hmm. doing like Q&A's that I have still up on the website mm -hmm. but um you know like I would reach out to, for, um, to people to do Q&A some of them you know I think everybody wanted to do it it's just like the timing of like their lives and stuff or yeah. like out to like some like big people too. <laughs> like um, hey like I have this platform and it didn't have like a lot of followers and stuff but like they were they would respond but they were just like you know like I kind of have this going and stuff which I understand that lifestyle and stuff I get it but um it was it was that kind of but not so much so I didn't run into much of that I think for me was really the big thing of like I was struggling with the idea that I had to now insert myself to be an extrovert in this mm. space mm. because it, it was something that I, like you said, doing just as alone and really it is who you are. You never tried to like draw attention to it. I think that's the main thing for me. I never wanted like, hey, look at me. I have this record. And that's so I still have I still have a hard time with that today. Like mm. I have to post records. It's kind of like, yo, like I just, just want to. <laughs> Go record collecting come home i'm not trying to really worry about a photo yeah you know? yeah no it's like i'm not really trying to worry about like a photo or getting like content of me doing it because i really just want to be in a moment of like yeah, like yeah. You know, going through digging through the record so i kind of like face that still that's more of like the struggle um if anything but as far as like honestly like getting women to get involved i feel like that's just been like happening naturally and then you know of course it took like where we have posts now I think we're like 151 posts which to me is a lot but not really a lot like I understand that's, a lot. that's not a lot that is a but lot. for me it's a lot because I'm not good at social media like that is a full-on job in itself yeah. so I'm like oh wow I looked at that yesterday I'm just like oh well we really been you know I've really been like trying to do this on my own um but yeah I don't say like there's you know people that um don't really understand the concept if anything people are now starting to see what it is so um i'm hoping we can like really expand and like more you you hit on so many things that I, I would love to unpack um time allowing of course um one of the one of those things is you having an idea that's so big that like, I feel like those are the best ideas though. That idea that's so big that you're like, you're afraid of like how big this idea is. And like, 
other people aren't not going to see that same thing because they're not in your head, right? Like, I love that. Um, I also really like the piece that you mentioned about, you know, sort of setting this up uh, yourself. Uh, was there a team of people who you had around you sort of, you know, discussing sort of how to execute um, when when first putting together this plan? Not so much. I did, like, like I said, I, I did... Um run the name across to my friends but that was it it kind of stopped there <laughs> that's all the help they gave you like you know all all of that kind of was all me at the beginning now i did along the way of the beginning process i did have um um a lady um records renaya she started helping me mm -hmm. out a lot and i think that's when you know pe when people will say if you need help or if you need anything, like I'm the person who tries to do everything on my own. Like I'm- Raise his hand slowly. Yep, yep, I get I it. I am like that person all the time. Mm -hmm. And you know, it was a couple of days where I'm just like, okay, like this is supposed to be happening, but I'm doing this. So like, I would like reach out to her quickly or like, hey, like, could you help me come up with like in writing of this? You know, it would be little things or it, it may, could it seem like a big task? Because for me, I feel like I'm giving people big tasks if I'm asking you to even do something. Mm -hmm. But um, she did help out a lot, like even before even asking her, which was kind of like later on, she would send me, like I said, she would actually send me more like women and stuff to post. Nice, nice. So, and she still would like pitch ideas too, like of like what this should be. But my whole thing is like, well, I just don't have enough hands and like time. And I know like, I'm learning, I just heard somebody say like, don't ever say and make excuse like you don't have time, you do have time. Mm -hmm. But I know that I can get overloaded if I'm trying to do too many things at once. Like you gotta know what's the cutoff though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, having too many grand ideas and trying to execute them all at once is kind of like being overly ambitious, but it's, it's amazing to, you know, have these ideas. It's just really, finding the time mm. honestly it's like i'm lucky you know that i'm able to like create opportunities within it but that was not my goal like starting off it was not a money opportunity this was strictly to just find a space for women like myself yeah that love music that was it so um executing at the beginning was just pretty much kind of was me but like i definitely did have help so i won't make it seem like you know i've been doing all of this on my own but a lot of it is <laughs> No, well, that's that's really dope. Um, yeah, your answers all like they they're all leading to to the grand to a greater place, which I really appreciate. First of all, um, but uh, but they're also just like they're so like thinking about my own little small project here with the Record Spinner podcast. Like it's such it's just such a reminiscent thing. I'm like, yeah, like that that is how I feel. Like I feel like I got I can't delegate. I I got to like do everything myself. I'm now getting to the place right now at episode 57 or 58 wherever I am where I feel like okay, cool. Like maybe I need to hire an editor or maybe I should, you know, or but this is all me. Like you said, like the, I'm not getting paid from any of this. I'm not, you know, this is not a money thing. This is a strictly a passion um of you know of the the vinyl world that i'm a part of and and i enjoy it uh, to the fullest um 
the second I don't enjoy it is the second I need to be making some money from it or I'm going to leave, you know? <laughs> so, you know, like that's how it is. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's interesting. One of the things that I've I've noted, and I'm, I swear to God, I'm, I'm close to getting a shirt. It's just, you know, every time I go to get a shirt, it's like, uh oh, another bill. So I got to put it off again. And you know how that goes. So but I'm I'm going to get a shirt because it's there. First of all, the swag is so awesome. So uh, when I get to that point where I'm trying to make record spinner swag, like you got to help me out. I'm going to tap you for that. <laughs> so. Giving ideas any way I can help. So sweet, yeah. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Um, so I want to talk about two more things about uh, Black Girls Love Vinyl, and then I want to get back into your personal collection and, and sort of what you're digging, what you're looking for nowadays, and and all that good stuff. Um, but what is on the horizon for Black Girls Love Vinyl? I, I noted uh, in your Kratism podcast. Shout out to Kratism. I will be talk. I will be contacting you to talk to you. Uh, she is awesome. I, I've actually she was probably one of the biggest inspira inspirations to me when I first started the the podcast. Was seeing uh, she was the first Black voice that I, I remember hearing uh, talking about all of the records and stuff that she collected. And I think she owns a record store too, right? Uh, which is dope uh, so yeah like that was a huge deal for me but when I was listening to that uh, one of the things that I noted was you talking about things that are on the horizon so I want to I want you to quickly go over that if you want to like what's like this has turned into a big thing this is it's, it's turning into a, a thing that really has has legs um, which is that I mean you must feel elated about that right like seeing something that came from this little idea now it's like you know like people like this and like it wasn't my intention for everyone to like it I was just trying to do something that I felt was necessary in my community uh but yeah so what's what's going on what's new like is there any like collabs you got going on anything you're working on so yeah yeah um I don't know if I should say this now but I guess don't I don't say anything you don't want to <laughs> they didn't say like you can't speak on it you know okay. i think that that's will be more of a like conflict of gotcha. interest um i will be doing something with urban legends nice. um if you guys don't know like they're under a uh, universal music group okay we'll be partnering together to like very nice back to the community um that's i'm excited awesome. to do that um, I am working on some other partnerships as well that I'm developing out my ideas and putting together a deck mm -hmm. uh, to really, yeah, get to like the right people. Mm -hmm. uh, a merch still, I know people have been, like bothering me with oh. the merch. I don't know if you listened to that, uh, that. I had an episode where I talked to one of my homies, uh, Dalton. Uh, he's a he's a collector collecting giant and he had he bought a few of the, your shirts uh, for some of his family and for him uh, and yeah yeah he's he's dope uh he's been uh, a big help to the podcast and uh in a number of ways sort of like so, sort of like my support system the guys that I have that uh that work a lot behind the scenes with like ideas and stuff but um but yeah, like he he's really in. He was he's really into you guys. Um, I, like I said, I'm really into you guys. Uh, I haven't gotten around to buying swag though. Um, you guys have coffee mugs? <laughs> Random question. That's what I'm saying, you know, like everybody's <laughs> like they're like, I want this, that. I'm like, okay, like I want to deliver, of course, for what people want. This is for the people, you know. <laughs> so, but for me, I'm like, oh shoot, like I gotta like. I want to, my thing is I want things to be so perfect and I have to like kind of perfectionist yep. some of yep. that because, you know, I feel like even with the first release of the merch, it wasn't exactly like to the T of what I wanted, but I was like, this is 
this is this is good you know this is a start and we're here you know we're gradually getting there because i do have like designs just on deck right nice. now like it's just about you know finding the right um production you know to get production in motion and mm -hmm. that part so merch is gonna come i do have some great designs i actually uh worked with a uh what's her name N nakia nakaya i don't i hope i'm not pronouncing her name wrong um mm -hmm. it's milk crates is her um instagram she's a graphic designer actually in the dmv okay and she's a collector she has a dope collection nice. um i've been working with her so i definitely wanted to you know have that like ongoing like um, collaboration with somebody who is a record collector a black female like mm -hmm. that's a part of this experience too so we did work on some designs she did her thing i just need to put them out um nice so that's definitely emotion what else i mean i definitely want to do the pandemic really did kind of just like shoot down some ideas that i definitely could have done you know in the past two years yeah, honestly i could do uh, meetups you know have mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. in different um regions do like a record crawl or like meetup yeah yeah i'll get together and be together and then we can go to lunch or something like that like it's yeah. more of an experience thing you know so i definitely want to do that at some point but the world we live in now you know we got yeah. A lot going yeah, right yeah, now. yeah 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 what what the, what is what is this right now yeah, yeah. i don't i don't so understand that's on the list but that's what's you up. Know, yeah. So partnerships is really like the next thing for me. Um, and definitely like some more content related related things. Um, I don't know if you noticed, I've been trying to do reels and stuff. Yeah, like as I get record stores, I want to highlight these record stores too. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping that I can like even chat with some of them as well and, you know, get some people but i have some people in mind too like i'm i don't know things are just really kind of like aligning for me so like you will see some things happen where i'm just like oh wow that is i thought about this like five years ago but now that's how it be shout to me and i'm like oh my god like this is perfect like i'm definitely gonna you know propose an idea to them so that is how it is and and i'm i'm so happy for you and and proud of of the blessings that you well deserve just getting the, this chance this is our initial conversation by the way so like even yeah. in this conversation i can see the light so like that is so dope uh and people like you are going to win uh so so just keep going you know <laughs> that's how we're here today we're both in dc like look at this. yeah 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 <laughs> like, we're both gonna we're gonna be great that's what's up. Uh, the, my last question around Black Girls Love Vinyl uh, probably is, uh, are you highlight so many different women who are into so many different things. Um, I've noted, I've learned, I can't, I was trying to think about the, uh, because I always end up following them. So I was going back through my list um, of, of, of the Lava Gs that I've seen. And there was, there was a young woman who was a ball of energy and she was so cool. This was a while back though. So if you don't remember her, don't, it's not a problem. Probably You're probably thinking of her. Maybe, yeah. but she's into house. Like she's really into house. And she oh, was whoa. like, um, Tay's house of Vinyl. Yes, that's it. That's the yes. one. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I, I'm learning so much from like 
all the and I don't listen to house at all. Like I mean, I have an uncle who listens to it a little bit when I was a kid, and I remember it from there. But like I'm more of a like a like a down tempo guy, and I know that house has some down tempo stuff too. But whatever, you know. Uh, but I learned so much about like that that music that she was into, um, just based yeah. off of like her her hour long IG live and like. So I, I say that to say like for you, are there any um, standouts or are there any your favorites? I know you don't you know probably play favorites since you, you know you're you're building a community of all these folks, um, but do you have any favorites? Oh man, I mean I love all of them. Like they're I all get dope. excited. They're all dope. Lives, like I get so excited. I'm like tuned in like a little kid. Like oh my god, it's amazing. Like yo, you're dope. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, Taya, um, she is definitely one of my favorites. She's definitely been like doing this for a while too, mm -hmm. and like you said, the house music, and she's really big on like taking a dance, like dancing. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like she's just full of energy. I hope to meet her one day because like we always exchange like back and forth through DMs, but like mm -hmm. she's definitely um dope. Who else? I'm just so many. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like all of them, honestly, all of them. Veronica, she's she kicked off the series too. Mm -hmm. She's actually, um, she's a real big music head too. Like I actually went to college with her. Um, like I, we didn't like talk much in college, but like she's definitely know a lot about music. I think mm -hmm. she's even like studying music or something right now. So that's what's up. She did. She kicked off the series. So her, uh, Renaya, for sure, Renaya, mm -hmm. uh, she's from the Bay Area. Her collection, she has a lot of jazz stuff too, and she travels like she. I think she was just in like Africa, like at a record shop. Nice, very nice. Some big gems, like she's dope. Um, uh, I think her name is the Music Queen or that Music Queen. It's so like they're all amazing. I I feel bad just even just naming like if I don't name all of them, then this is like. I'm, I'm I'm telling you, no, don't feel bad because one, it's it's a lot to to remember, and two, they like you said, they all are awesome. Um, and and for me, like consuming and watching, um, all of this content, I've I enjoy I enjoy watching it because it's it's a time for you to sort of sit back and and like and and, and watch someone else talk about you know, this hobby and how much they appreciate it, how much they love it, how much, how they got involved and, you know, how they got started. Um, and I always find that like, it's always typically a, a, the relative that had the whole bunch of, that had a whole bunch of vinyl. I love those stories, of course. And, you know, or, or a relative who, you know, who was in the music industry or, you know, or something like that. And that's dope too. Um, but yeah, also like our stories too, those who, you know, you know, we have friends who are producers or something, or or we got into it just because we were curious about the music, uh, the music format. So that's all. That's all cool. Um, I do want to ask about your your personal collection and what it is you're after now. Uh, what it is you you know you're you're searching for now. You said you your most of your collections jazz. Do you have any? You said Lonnie Listen Smith. Um, but is there? What is your grail? What is your grails looking like nowadays? Like, what are you desperately looking for? Man, oh, I saw. I did get a chance to like look on your page. I did get a chance to like anything. It's okay. Have, <laughs> it's okay. You have that record, uh, "Cats" by Hiroshi. Yeah, Hiroshi. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Japanese uh, reissue. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. that release, that re-release. Yeah, it, I luckily so. caught it, and it was. I saw that on your page. I was so disappointed because I'm like, 
I want that. <laughs> That, I need that. <laughs> Yo, that that was that's so interesting because yeah, I I had, it was right around the time that I, I take these hiatuses all the time where, yeah. and, and, you know, I don't buy records for whether it be economic reasons or just like me being like exhausted or or not feeling like buying anything for a few for a few days or a few few weeks, and that I, that release that came out right around that time and then I was like, well, there goes there goes forty bucks and so I had to do it because that record is like it's absolutely crazy and um. Yeah, I've been looking for that for such a long time. So well, that's one of them. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if if I DM um, you if I DM you for your address, just know that that's because that record might be coming your way. So oh, well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> Gifting well, records is something that I just got into thanks to the awesome group of yeah, men that I'm around. Yeah, like they're they're all into like gifting records, which I think is like there could be like a, a whole nother platform dedicated to this. But like the fact is that like everyone, the thing that I found that's so interesting about record collectors is that everyone's so sharing. Like it's, I, I thought we were all hoarder, hoarders, right? I thought we were all like, yeah. you know, like give me, give me all my stuff and let me keep it. No, everyone is so open about everything. Like if they, if someone has a record that you don't have and like you, you, you know, comment about like, oh, like I haven't found this record. Like, guarantee like there's gonna be some information or some or something exchanged to help you be able to find that record and i fucking love that that's awesome i, I love it too like i have people that give me records all the time yeah, yeah. and you know, I'm like i have to return the favorite too and I, I will be doing some giveaways too um yeah 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 to, you know give back in that way but um one of the coolest things uh, sorry i know i said i was gonna make that the last question um but <laughs> I, I noted when when i first went on your site one of the things that I was looking at was the with the shirts and you had the records. I know that that's that's coming down the line. I I, I definitely know that that's coming. Uh, not trying to give away any of your business plans, but like that was because one I chuckled when I saw like record not included. I was like, oh man, like I want that record too. But like I know that yeah. you're you're probably working on that, and I see from your smile you're probably like, yeah, don't uh, don't give away too much, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, honestly, I'm. It's crazy to have ideas and like how sometimes how to execute them. But yeah, I am, you know, I know God is gonna like put, put things in place for me to like make these things happen. So, but yes, some things are <laughs> definitely gonna come with that as well. Um, That's dope. Um, but yeah, but <laughs> sorry. Back to back to Grails. Back to your Grails. Yeah. So Cat is one. That's awesome. Yeah, dope record. Um, there's some more like Japanese funk soul records too in hey, general. They did. I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm pretty open on all of that. I was able to actually go to um what is the record store called? Um it's in Brooklyn as well. I was 
Um, they have like all Japanese. I, I should know this because I freaking love this record store. I only went to one record store in New York. This is before. Um... Face Records is okay, um, okay. name of it. Okay. Yeah, they have all the functional Japanese gems, jazz, everything in there. I mean, it's a little pricey, but you know. <laughs> At least it's here in America because I have not had a chance to go to Japan yet, and they're not letting people into the country. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but Japanese stuff, uh, that stuff is super rare, super uh, prestigious. Um, I would say behind, especially the jazz and the soul stuff, like right behind, like the OGs, us, right, who did it, the Black Americans who did that stuff. Um, they have like the greatest. Um, yeah, they're up there. Yeah, yeah, they're up there. Yeah, it's because it, <laughs> yeah, when I hear some of their stuff, I'm like, yo, like. Yeah, me what? too. This like, came out in the '70s, like. This yeah, like Hiroshima, I have um, some Hiroshima records, mm -hmm. um, even though like more American but Japanese. When I put that record on, I think that was like in the batch of my first records I bought too. I was like, yo, like. This is dope. Um, I have there another place, and I was just like, and I played it for somebody too that like is really like into records that know music, music, and they were just like, "What is this?" Like, <laughs> exactly. This is like good stuff right here. That's what's but, up. Um, yeah, I'm trying to add that. I definitely want to build out the rest of my John Hassel collection. Mm. Uh, I have two of his records right now which is are like the latest one and he did pass away last year yeah rest in peace but, um, i do want to add just fill out his and the rest of lonnie Winston smith as well because mm -hmm. those two favorite um that's and dope just to all hip-hop stuff all old school hip-hop is what i'm looking for right now too um and anything rare you know something obscure that i can just find on my own and just mm -hmm. like ah like i came across this and you know maybe i could like slide it over to a friend that produces music or something or hold on to it because i might want to use it i don't know but, yeah you know, when you when you start producing yeah. records which I, right. yeah so I, when I take this thing seriously but um yeah i'm just those are pretty much like what i'm looking for right now I, jazz anything jazz though too um mm. okay. but that's yeah, dope i'm not really i haven't really dived into like psychedelic i would love to really get into that you know for me i kind of when i go to look for those i'm looking based off of the cover so sometimes like if the cover don't resonate with me yeah. i guess Which, and that can be a bad thing too yeah. you know yeah with the with the with the psychedelic stuff the cover is like is essential but it's also like very it can it can be it can be tricky uh because with the american psych right like the psych rock that came out of like the 60s and 70s right. that stuff is like usually like the artists sort of tried to put like a real twist on it like a real like tie-dye colors and all this yep. weird stuff going on but then you have like in south america and and i sort of give south america like the sort of the the, the gold medal when it comes to uh, psych music because what they did was just like crazy they sort of combined like gospel and and, and, and psych and rock and, and, and uh, funk all together and blended this into like this one beard, one weird mess uh, of music, of beautiful music, right? Um, and their covers can, a lot of times those artists were very plain and they, they look like regular records. And it's like, this don't look like a trippy record to me, but like you put it on and it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know? so. I need 
to like be open in that way too but it's kind of hard for me i'll be honest because i'm like i don't even know what to start i don't even know what this stuff is but that's that's part of the journey you know that's why we do this because uh, i think i know a better gift now i think i know a better <laughs> gift to to send to you now yeah yeah i think i think i know something that might might hip you into like getting you ushered into like that some of that stuff yeah something i need like some type of little intro to have i got you they're like okay like i can do this um but yeah, and then I would love to do 45s too. Uh, uh -oh. I'm just not there. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. Staying away from 45s. If it's not, first of all, yeah, shout outs to Bruce, my, my homie Bruce, uh, Bruce Phillips, who's been on the show. Uh, he does 40, he's a big 45 guy. He's a, he's a digger for 45s, which I just don't, I, I will never see myself being into uh, because it's just such a different game. Like, what? different game that's why i'm so yeah. like curious because it's so freaking like how do y'all differ <laughs> i need to like stand there and watch somebody like dig for 45 and like pick them out well i kind of did see like a friend do that before. okay okay so i was like digging on my own but then they would come to me like oh yeah i found this thing and then they play it when we get back and i'm like yo like how did you even know to yeah to pick that up yeah and you know it's it's so weird because it's just like here the 45s are such a weird game because uh, there are a lot of artists, especially previous back in the day, funk, soul, jazz, who didn't, who weren't able to put out a full length LP, whether it be due to, you know, the finances of the label, finances of the artist, whatever. Um, they weren't able to put out a full LP. And so, like, right. it's tricky because it's like, is this going to be good? Is this going to be something I enjoy? And and I know that, like, sometimes, like, the curated stuff, like, I get some stuff from Mr. Bongo, right? Mr. Bongo online um and he curates or they curate a lot of like cool uh latin stuff on 45s and world stuff too african stuff and all sorts uh but they curate this stuff and they sell it and it's for a hefty price when you're paying for 45s like this is and so like you take a guy like bruce right and he's like i'm not paying that price i'm gonna go dig for these records and i may have to buy 145s before i come across anything that's like super dope or whatever but like i'll do that as opposed to paying 20 dollars for two songs which i've done before which is unfortunate <laughs> yeah i was like, yeah, I know a friend that did that too but it was it was dope once they put it on yeah but they were they're also a dj too so it made sense because they're like yeah, yeah. this is work yeah, yeah 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 that's what's up but i think that's with the whole 45 thing too like if you're not really like dj and you have all these 45s and it's kind of like all right yeah 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 i mean yeah <laughs> like i don't know but i would just love to just at least try i'm not trying to like build out a 45 collection but that's ambitious though i, I love that i love that um the fact yeah. that you're not scared of that too is very dope because like i said when i first got into this two things i say this all the time uh on the podcast two things that I probably won't get heavy into at any point in my in my collecting life is reggae and 45s. And the reason is there's so much of it. Like reggae, there's so many reggae artists, there's so much dope reggae music. <laughs> I, I mean, if I if I find something dope, if I ease into something dope with reggae, you know, like dope, great, I'll, I'll take it. But like, I, I can't start searching. Rocks, but I don't see my, yeah, I like all the lovers rock stuff, but I don't think I can really dig for reggae either. I yeah, don't know. I'm yeah, not like I don't know. I, there's I know my limits too, I guess, but yeah, that's like that would be kind of hard. Like that is being like 
all right, I don't even, I would kind of just be standing there like, all right, I don't, would I really like listen to this at home? It's more, be- it's just better for me if I'm like going to a friend's house and they put that on. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, reggae is really dope social music. Yeah, it's like when you're sort of like yeah. in the background, just, and not saying that that's the sole purpose because I know they, they party and, and they, it's, it, they have some really thought-provoking lyrics too in some of the older yeah. stuff, right? You know, like th- thinking about, you know, even like, you know, Junior Marvin or, you know, or something like that. Like there's some real like police and thieves like that's a it's a song that's a song talking about something right um yeah. so i don't want to relegate it to like background noise but or background music um but yeah reggae is like i have a few reggae records probably the uh le- probably the genre that has the least amount of records in my collection probably i probably have like maybe maybe five or six reggae records yeah i would take them as a gift you know? yeah 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 <laughs> same yeah i'm open same. to gifts <laughs> Anyone who wants to share what something about, with me, I'd love to share records to you as well. What about the soul? What about that soul stuff? You you get into uh, into Otis, Sam, any of those guys, Curtis, anything well, like that? I don't, uh, I don't really want those. I'm, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> interesting. I don't want to be judged completely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, it's over now. <laughs> But, scrap the show the show's over I, you know honestly okay so the reason why i say that is because my grandfather and like he has most of those records so i just need to go pick those up like i'm not gotcha. about to pay for them. that's what i'm saying in gotcha. Gotcha. Like, i'm just not paying for those when i know these are already in my family mm-hmm. like i'm just not gonna go pay for something that i can just go pick up a box and like add that to my collection so, that's interesting because that's, uh, <laughs> that that may be the reason why I, I have that feeling about reggae because my dad is a DJ um, mm. and so he has a whole bunch of uh, he's a wedding DJ not like a he yeah. DJs for wedgie, cool. weddings and stuff which is dope but uh, he has a whole bunch of records um, and most of his collection is reggae and like soft rock for some strange reason so like if I need to pick up any of that stuff I can go to him and be like give me a random reggae record so it makes sense that makes sense yeah so, yeah, that's pretty much it for us. Like, the things I'm trying to add, you know, honestly, I'm just trying to keep it the costly, you know. That's really where I'm on myself on. Is yeah. Budget. I can't seem to stop spending money. Yeah, I, I went through it bad when I first got into it, um, and you may can attest to this as well. Um, so 2015 is when it gets heavy for me. I, mm-hmm. I go through a bad breakup with a with a woman who I spent a lot of years with um, in undergrad and all that stuff, right? So, like, it was pretty... It was, pretty i don't want to say gloomy times make it seem like all weird or whatever but it was pretty dark times right um and so i moved into dc because we lived in arlington and so i moved from arlington to dc at that time and this is 2015 and this is when i get really serious about this this hobby um and so i would go to a record store after getting paid and i would just like all my discretionary funds like i was like oh like okay yeah i got money for groceries but like can i go out to eat now nope like you just spent all that money on records. So I, I, I had to really scale back. Um, it took a lot of discipline. I think I was sort of trying to build out the like match the whole like like what we were talking about earlier with the numbers, right? Like that numbers game, like thinking, oh, I have to have like 50 records already. And it's like, no, like you, you buy the records that you want. So um, I, after a while, I, you know, I sold off some stuff and I was like, no, I'm going to take my time with this. I'm going to only buy the music that i really that really speaks to me like and if if it doesn't like i'm not buying it i'm not buying stuff just to buy it anymore like just to fill out numbers in my collection you know so yeah 
Exactly. Yeah, I'm not doing that either. Um, because one, I move too much. Same. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to get ready to move now. Yeah. You can have all my records here. Still, I've been telling people, oh, yeah, I'm gonna have, you know, I'm gonna ship them here. I, I can't. I, I just have a lot going on where it's like, you know, for my mom to even pack these things up. Like, I just have to be in one place for. You know, for me to really like, okay, maybe I can buy that one too. But you know, you have to be conscious. It's really quality over quantity. Quality over quality. That's it. That's what it is. Um, I really appreciate you taking this time to talk to me. Uh, I want to make sure that um, you you sort of you know shout out your handles and shout out you know anything that you want people to sort of go to. Um, yeah. So if you want, go for it. Um, yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun on a Sunday. Like I appreciate yeah. type of conversation. So I feel like this is like gonna start my day and I'm gonna be able to like go to the museum. Now I actually am going to the museum after this. But um, Oh nice, nice. I was gonna ask if you were going to record stores after this. I'm actually heading to Baltimore myself. So Oh, ooh, yeah. nice. Okay, I need to head there for record stores. But they got um, some good ones, yeah. Got a few good yeah. ones. Yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> um, but as far as my handles, um, you can follow Black Girls Love Vinyl at Black Girls Love Vinyl. It's spelled fully out. We also, you know, shorten it as BGLV. So you'll see me kind of mention that that way as well. Um, I really don't care about my personal yeah. <laughs> social media as much because, you know, like I post, I am posting music now, but, you know, you'll find my page from Black Girls yeah. Love Vinyl. So yeah. So I will put that out there. We do have a website, Glow of Sunrise, which is like the big umbrella of, you know, which posts Black Girls Love Vinyl. So glowofsunrise.com to see like any of the old blogs. You know, if you want to dig into those, we don't have any new ones. <laughs> no, I totally get that. So just go on the page on social media to like find all like the collector of the weeks. If you want to like see all those recaps and, you know, have fun and, Give us a follow and comment, all that good stuff. DM me, like you know, I respond as much as I can. You know, Instagram is weird with these like different sections of DMs. So I've missed yeah, so many yeah, DMs. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, that's it. Black girls love vinyl. Oh, that is super dope. Thank you for taking the time, Alexandria. You have been awesome to talk to. Really appreciate it. Uh, I see so many great things for you and the platform you're building. I totally can relate to that blog thing you said, though, because I have a blog page on my site that I think I wrote two articles back in uh, 2020, and I haven't done anything with it since. So. Okay, you know, it's there, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your, your insights um, to this community and, and everything you're con contributing to the community as well. Um, it's super necessary. So uh, keep going forward. And you got the record spinner support, whatever you need. If you need it, uh, let me know. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you for highlighting women too and just having them on your platform as well. So thank you, Noel. Uh, this was amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Take care, guys. That's the show. Um, please feel free to reach out to me at the record spinner podcast at gmail.com with questions, comments, concerns. I'll see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>